Hey guys, this is Litzy and Angie of Collective Shades, and we are in partnership with Listening Party at Canal Street Market, and welcome to our podcast. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Hey, Angie. <laughs> hey, Litzy. <laughs> so this is very, very exciting. Um, what an amazing opportunity. We're here at Canal Street Market. Yes. Um, and finally, you guys, our followers, our friends, our family, um, our Insta family <laughs> can like finally know who Litzy and Angie of Collective Shades I is. know. It's the question that everybody has been asking um, just to see the women behind Collective Shades, you know, who we are individually and together. Um, so we're finally ready to go more in depth. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess really we could just start with how we became friends and, you know, like how we met. I know. Well, we met at Page Denim. Yeah. It's a store here in Soho off Mercer Street. Yeah, yeah Mercer Street. Um, and I kind of just, well, I was off unemployment. I literally, <laughs> I, I literally, it was my last week of unemployment and I didn't realize that I was about to lose my unemployment. I'm like, fuck, I need a job. <laughs> and I'm like, and I reached out to friends and that's just kind of how I got hooked up into Paige Denim. And um, I walked in and Angie was already <laughs> working there and she actually had mentioned that she like Googled me. <laughs> you got to know who you're working with. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> Make sure I'm not crazy. Right. <laughs> Got to be prepared. <laughs> but yeah, that's how we met. Working yeah, and that was Pace. like four, it's like four years ago now. Right. Yeah. And then you ended up leaving and I followed you. <laughs> you went to Jumpers, And yeah, that was the end. I started like as an intern there. Mm -hmm. And then I started working part time. And then where did I go after? I don't even remember where you I went, went after that. You went to see Baden. No, I went to Aritzia. Oh, right, right, right. And then I left and I went to Steve Madden. But, like, we always kind of just stayed in contact. And I remember you came to me. He was like, I, like, I really want to do, you know, some type of platform um, that's for women. Mm -hmm. And I was, so I was on, like, I was on just considering that, you know, we had been in the same industry, experienced the same kind of things. And that's really how... We came up with Collective Shades, even though that wasn't the initial name. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the story behind Collective Shades, um, how it came to be, Angie and I, yeah, I, I came to Angie with an idea. I'm like, hey, I really want to start a, you know, a project or something. And I mean, it, we didn't know where it was going to go into. Um, we just knew we wanted to start something together. And I, mean, I, literally, I still can't even think of what the initial plan was for right. what we were going to do. I, I just know what it is now. I know. I think I kind of remember. I think it's because I'm in, we're both in kind of like a sales background in fashion, wholesales and account executives and merchandising. So I think what our plan was from what I remember was along the way of kind of being freelancers. Yes. But uh, like, like having our own showroom yeah, at one point. Like representing yes representing brands that are by people of color and yes, trying to get it. them into like the right stores and the right connections, which is still something that I want to pursue. Yeah. Um, but we were both also so inexperienced and didn't have, I didn't have the right connections at the time, yeah. you know, it's just, and it evolved into what it is now. It's just highlighting our friends and people that we know, yeah. you know, into, in the blog. Yeah. 
and then especially like considering, you know, with this guy being our president now and, you know, everything happening on just with women in general, like it was kind of just like the universe was like turning and like kind of pushing us more into that space where it was really like, okay, this is what you guys really should be doing as far as, you know, representing women of color that are in, you know, these different creative fields and just showcasing them. Because, like, even we had that conversation, too, just how, like, growing up, there you really, aside from, like, obviously your mom being, like, your, you know, your inspiration, like, mm-hmm. who can you look to in the media to say, like, wow, like, you know, that's really dope. They look like me or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I know for me, like, I pretty much grew up in, like, a predominantly white, you know, neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when they had career day and things like that, it's never anybody that looks like me. So they can only tell me so much about what it's going to be, you know, to be within, like, that fashion industry. Mm -hmm. Because no one told me it was going to be this hard. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I I went to a school. I mean, growing up, I went to a school. I didn't go to um, a school where there was that many white white you know, kids, it was um, very mixed. It was a lot of black, Latino, Asian, um, um, Southeast Asian. Um, So it's funny, like, I honestly, it wasn't until the second grade that I was like, oh, you know, Spanish isn't the main language because, (laughs) (laughs) no lie, like, my my school, when I was little, I can remember, it was like all my teachers were Hispanic, you know, all my friends were Hispanic. Um, So it wasn't until I was into second grade that I was like, I realized, like, there were other, there was, you know, you got to speak English pretty much, you know. (laughs) Um, But even then, like, when I was going to school from second grade going forward, it was, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really know what opportunities were out there for me because, you know, for, for my parents, just like a lot of our parents, especially minorities, you know, their main priority is to work so they can have food on the table and Absolutely. they can provide for us. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, um, it's sad, but it's like, at least for me growing up, I did have my parents support and love and encouragement and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, they had to make sure I was fed. I was taken care of. I was, you know, they right. were working two jobs. It was, it was more along that, you know, kind of, kind of growing up. Yeah. Same. And, you know, like, I want to say like for me growing up, I always just think, like, I never, I never, like, experienced, you know, going through anything to a point where it's, where, like, I know I'm, like, obviously I know I'm black, but it was never a scenario where, like, I was treated differently because of it. Even, Mm. honestly, growing up in a predominantly white neighborhood, but then it was, like, you get older, you go into the work field now, Mm. you go to college, and it is a totally different ball game where your parents are not there with you anymore yeah and you you really learn that like you are not as loved as you thought you were or respected as you know you thought you were Mm -hmm. I want to say especially it, it could honestly totally be within you know different career fields but being that you know we both worked within like the fashion industry that's the one that I'm familiar with and that's the one that I can honestly say I never felt represented or, you know, respected a lot of the time. Um, even, you know, today, just even like maybe like years ago, like when I was going on like job interviews, you could just tell when you're with yeah. somebody and like they don't, you know, you're not going to get hired just based right. on looks. Yeah. 
And it's so unfortunate. And being that, you know, it's it's just really good that we're able to have Collective Shades now. Because mm-hmm. um, you hear not only stories like ours, but stories from other women of color as well. Yeah, and... Um if a lot of if a lot of uh, if you guys you know if you guys aren't familiar with a lot of the women that we've interviewed we've interviewed amazing women on our on our blog um, like Cynthia Cervantes of Maroon World Sonia Malfa who's a you know producer and um, um, Charisse who is a photographer yeah. so many amazing amazing women we've interviewed um, Maria Mora who's she's um, she's a writer. And Ashley Haynes, yeah. Ivy Rivera. Yeah, Ivy. Shout out to Ivy. Yeah. <laughs> she was, her personality just like glows. Yes. Um, and she's doing really, really big things. All of our, you know, anybody, everybody that we've interviewed, we, they're all just doing yeah. amazing things. Yeah. So and it's just an honor to like even be, you know, sitting there and listening to their stories. So yeah. that's, that's kind of, I think, you know, what, what we love so much about Collective Shades is that we get to sit down with these women and they, and, you know, they're so open and, and they don't have to be. And the fact that they're so open and um, everybody that is a part of our, you know, our community, they can listen to them, they can hear them, they can read their, their story. It's just, you know, amazing that they're, they're allowing other people into their world. I think that was also another thing for me, just to show like to show me and just to show us both in general that you know this is the path that we were really supposed to be on because the amount of love that we've received Mm -hmm. with the platform that we have and again like you said just for them to be so open with us and a lot of them we met we met a lot of these women through Instagram yeah like these a lot of these women didn't even know us from a hole in the wall right we just like DM'd them literally (laughs) and they were so open to meet with us you know even ask us questions which Mm -hmm. is expected of course but just for them to be so open about, you know, where they came from, where, you know, where their, what their goals are, where they, you know, the things that they want to accomplish and just so many different things that I really think is so important. Because I think like if, you know, if I ever had a daughter, I would want her to see, you know, all of these women doing amazing things. Because, you know, growing up, you always hear it's a man's world. Yeah. And I'm so sick of hearing that. Right. It's a woman's world. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So that is just, that's like another, I mean, there's really so many reasons why we do Collective Shades, really. Yeah, there's so many reasons. I mean, it's also an opportunity for us to learn, too, because there's so many, you know, so many times that I found myself learning so much, not only about the person that we're interviewing, but also just in general about, you know, identity and, um, you know, in inclusion and you know all all that so we we want to continue to build on this platform and continue to reach out to more women and you know it's 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 there's a lot there's a lot of exciting things coming up for for this uh podcast um so we're we're really really excited i want to announce so much but you know i'm gonna keep it a secret gotta wait gotta wait No, but yeah, this is definitely, it's definitely been a long time coming. You know, we are, are, you know, we're ourselves, we're coming up on a year. Yes. That we've even had Collective Shades, which is a pretty big thing for us. You know, we both have our day jobs and then we do collect, we, you know, we have Collective Shades. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that's like a lot of thing that people always tend to ask us, like, you know, how do you find the balance um, within Collective Shades? And I feel like there's no right answer. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of have to figure out really like what 
works best for you and your platform. I know I that's definitely the benefit to for us, you know, having two people. Um, like if you're busy, like I could kind of pick up. If I'm busy, you mm-hmm. could kind of pick up. And yeah, you know, if God forbid, you know, we're both busy, we always find a way to kind of like bounce back. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's another thing. Just even when we do fall off and we come back, the like the love is still there. Like yeah. it never left to yeah. the point where people are like, oh, I don't want to follow them anymore. It's like I know. you know, the love is still there and Shout so out to grateful because we still see your like seriously. We, up. we look, we watch, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's the same people all the time. So I know it's, it's pretty amazing that the love is still there. Yeah, um, because it's hard. I'm I'm sure a lot of you know of our listeners and our, you know, our followers, they know how hard it is to have um, a nine to five and, you know, still try to do your side hustle, whatever, whatever it is. It's hard. Like you're, you're working after hours, you're working nights. um, You know, sometimes you just want to go to bed. Yes. You know, (laughs) and and it's, and you're always have to find some type of some time to commit, you know, but. And that's the thing too. I was thinking about it the other day. Even with having a nine to five and then, you know, we have our platform on the side, it's like you have to find time to do both, but then you also kind of find have to find time mentally for yourself. Absolutely. Because I think we've both been there to a point where like you're just so drained of any type yes. of energy that I can't even think straight. Yes. And that's that's definitely a part of finding balance. Again, it's different for everybody, but Yeah. I feel like that doesn't get said enough because everybody's like, you know, you have to hustle, 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 hustle. And yes, you do. But you have to take time for yourself right. in order to you hustle. You to take a break. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't move forward. You can't, Absolutely. Yeah. You get burnt out. You do. I also hate that term, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Yeah, I do too. Like, And those are usually the people that never do anything. First of all, I love sleep. <laughs> you know? So if I could take a nap, I will take a nap. A nap. I'm taking like a full blown like Wait, sleep. so Angie. <laughs> Angie, so this is so now you know I've known we've known each other for a little bit now, so now we know our, you know, our quirks, our calms, yeah. everything going on. So it's so funny that um when I text Angie and I know that I don't hear back for I only give her like two hours because she's pretty good at texting back. We both pretty we yeah. text each other all the time and, D, you know, DM each other stuff all the time. <laughs> but when I know I don't hear from Angie and it's been an hour and a half or two hours, she's I'm out. Not, I'm not. She's knocked. She's knocked out. <laughs> there's no there's no coming back. <laughs> so I you can always, catch me tomorrow. <laughs> I always know when Angie's sleeping. <laughs> always. Especially like like so honestly sometimes they're like there's nights when like I'm up really late but mm-hmm. then there's nights where like I'm out at eight <laughs> like I could literally just like drop dead and then I may wake up in the middle of the night but I'm not gonna write you back at three o'clock in the morning right, right, so like right. I'll just wait yeah yeah but it's so funny that I'm like Angie sleeping yeah and I'm like when I'm out I'm out <laughs> it's like who can pass up sleep but yeah that I just I really hate that term and I just. Though I feel like those are usually the people that end up getting so burnt out and then yeah. they just can't you just you can't think past go after that point. Right. Or the or sometimes when people are like, You gotta grind, 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 this yeah. and that, you gotta hustle, you gotta go to every party, you gotta network. Like you don't have to do all those things. You right. can you can say no. Exactly. You can say no to a lot of things. And I think that's something that, you know, um we've, you know, definitely learned. Yeah. We you know, we 
we can say no. I know I learned with myself, and not just in collective shades, but also on in my personal life, I've I've learned to say no. Yeah, and it's something that's so important. Absolutely, because and then it's like if you just, if you think about it, you're saying yes to everything. That's like another you're draining yourself of all your energy because right. you're just trying to be in everybody's face at every little event, and every every event may not even be beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's like another thing, you know, you just do your research on maybe who's going to be there. You know, are you going to have the time to even connect? Because there's been plenty of times where we've gone yeah. to events and we haven't even been able to connect with the people we wanted to. Right. Because they like, they're, they're also on a time schedule too. Exactly. So after they're done their event, they got to go to the next one or they just leave. You know, they're, it's, it's about, you know, trying to find that balance of where, you know, you can fit in time yeah. for yourself and for your project. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like it's so many things and it's definitely been a learning experience for us. I feel like we have learned so many things with Collective Shades just as far as us working with other people, learning to say no or, you know, I don't like something Mm -hmm. or... Not being afraid to say I don't like that. Can we edit it? Can we do this? Because I know for me, like, it's always been really hard on my personal life to say to to say, you know what, I don't really like that. You know, let's do this. Yeah. You know, or can we do this instead? Can we edit this? I think it's, I've always found myself, you know, saying no was hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't until maybe we started this project and started working with other people. Then we're like, you know what, like, I'm not going to put that out if if I don't like it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And just, you can't, especially when it's things that, you know, you're paying for. Yes. You know, you just and this is just working, working with anybody and just dealing with any kind of like scenario. You really just have to learn to kind of step up, especially when it's your brand that is kind of all like on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's there's just so many. I'm trying to think of like all of the things that we've learned. So many things within, you know, this year. Yeah. It's been quite the year. I know. Yeah. I can't believe it's been a year. I know. It literally flew by. Mm-hmm. I, I remember this time last year, we were preparing we were. to drop our first interview. And it was with Jessica Begonia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we were still trying to figure out, you know, how we were going to do this. And, you know, uh, the website. Shout out to Dre for definitely helping us with the website. Yes. I know we were probably a pain in his ass because we were like, we need you to do this. We need you to do this. Please, please, please. We're texting him at all hours of the night. And when we didn't hear back, we would be so mad. But yeah, we got to be patient. I know. (laughs) Yes, that is another thing. Definitely, you have to be patient. And, you know, when things don't go how you thought it was going to go, you just kind of have to look at it like that wasn't for me. Right. Yeah. Or that, you know, that wasn't for us as a brand to do, you know. Um, even with this podcast, we've tried to have a podcast, you know, yeah. for so long and, you know, different things, you know, fell through and different things came up and, you know, timing is really everything. It definitely is. So Angie, what would you say reflecting on this past year is one of your favorite moments, um, on projects that we've been a part of or collaborated or done? Hmm. I want to say, of course, Envision Fest, just because we were able to um, work with Sharifa. That was such an amazing experience. And then 
you know, to continually have that relationship. Yeah. What would you say for you? Um, mine would definitely be Envision Fest too. I think that was just such an amazing, you know, opportunity to um, partner with Sharifa and um, just bring, like, being in a group setting with all these different types of people and, you know, getting them just to listen to their vision. Yeah. You know, because we created vision boards with everybody. And um, just for them to, like, create their vision board and you can just see, you know, some, some people never created a board before and some people were pros at creating vision boards. But it was just amazing that they were able to share their goals and their ideas and, you know, how, you know, how they see themselves and um, just empower everybody in the room. It was, yeah. it was pretty fun. Um, and then my second favorite—I um, mean, they were all—I mean, the Street Hearts event was pretty good too. It was yeah. so much fun, and we got to see a lot of people that we we yeah. haven't seen in a while too, like um, Maria and Ashley, which is really shout fun. out to Maria because she always comes through. Yes, like yes. even she came to Envision Fest, like just so many events that we've done, and every time we see her, it's genuinely nothing but love. Right. And, so appreciative. Um, yeah, she's always always coming through. Yes. Um, and then the the dinner. Yeah. Oh my God. The, yes. yes. How did I forget that? Yes. The dinner. Yes. The collective shades dinner in partnership with Diageo. Yes. Um, with Dexter, a friend of mine, who you know he really came through and he really hooked it up. We had a dinner at Carbone and uh, we invited Carbone, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was so much fun. We had. Um, who was there? It was Maria, Ashley, Sharifa, Sonia, Sonia um, Angie's mom. Yes. <laughs> who I always Can't call forget Angie's my mom. mom. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just so fun to see, um, to have like, you know, sharing a meal yes. with all these amazing women um, and, you know, just, just, you know, having fun and kikiing. And even just, you know, letting them network and see what everybody was up to. It was genuinely like a dinner with friends. Right. It didn't feel like, you know, because I know a lot of these people had never even met before. Yeah. But it was like, it was literally like a night of love. Like, yeah. not like that, but like. <laughs> <laughs> it was very romantical. <laughs> but it was like, you just felt like nothing but love and everybody got along and obviously not just anybody was going to fight, but no, you know, like yeah. it was just, it was nothing but good vibes all night. Right, yeah, it was so much fun. And the food was bomb. The food was bomb, the drinks were flowing, the conversations were going. Yes, (laughs) the tea was spilling. The tea was spilling. (laughs) It was probably the most, like, it was just such a fun night. And actually, when um, I went to um, Chroma, they had put on this event with Sonia and Maroon World for a screening of one of her films. And Sonia was there, and she was like, oh, my God, that dinner was so fun. She was like, I was so drunk. I was like, we were all drunk. Well, you know, not me. Okay. I'm a lightweight. (laughs) No, but it was definitely, oh, my God, how could I? I'm so upset that I forgot that. It was so much fun. But Yeah, it was definitely a great night. We have to do it again. Yes. It definitely was, yeah. And, yeah, if we were able to continue that with, you know, different women all the time, that would be such an amazing addition to Collective Shades. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because, you know, we're all about women. Right. All about women. <laughs> <laughs> Girl power. <laughs> what would you say has been, what would you say is, like, your top learning experience? 
my top learning experience um I would say it was um I'm trying to think I mean I feel like we've had so many you know what I think I would say is just when we have a when coming up with a plan or an idea just really focusing on it because yeah. as new to this world you know we have so many ideas and so many things that we want to do that we put so much energy into trying to develop all of all of these plans and ideas bring them to life but it's impossible and then and then it looks messy yeah and then you don't finish anything yes so yeah (laughs) and then we don't and then we don't drop anything. Yeah. So I think definitely like putting our focus into one solid thing that's going to make us successful and stand out. And I think that's definitely been a learning experience just to focus yeah. more. I agree. I definitely agree with that. And I think also for me, just I say this for me with Collective Shades along just with my personal life, just communicating, mm-hmm. just the importance of really communicating you know your thoughts your ideas especially just because it you know we are two different people yeah um so just making sure we're both able to like voice our opinions and I think that I think that's been a blessing for us because Mm -hmm. we were friends before this Mm -hmm. so we kind of you know we know each other yeah um and we're able to do that yeah um yeah but I would definitely say just being able to you know continue communicating staying focused Mm -hmm. those are like big things that I feel will take us so far yeah I think so too because we're bomb already (laughs) hello (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah I mean it's I'm sure you know there's there's so many things but definitely communication is so so big you know for people that are not just working on their own too because you know you are two different people so we both have completely different ideas and you know trying to come up with a way that we're both happy and we're both you know projecting our idea you know collectively and together yeah because I feel like normally you would hear like horror stories of people with partners but I definitely feel like because we we had like three years of a friendship before we even started this yeah that you know we were able to you know, like, work together and mm-hmm. really, like, understand each other. Right. Be better friends in general. Yeah. And, yeah. I feel like it's definitely a blessing. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a bonus for us. And, yeah, because a lot of people don't get to work with friends. That's true. Yeah, a lot of people don't get to work with friends. And sometimes, and it's, and sometimes people that do work with friends, you know, Knock on wood, I don't think this would ever happen to yeah. us. But sometimes a lot of a lot of friendships fall through. So um, communication is so so yeah. so so important. I, I find that like when friends work together, I like I I genuinely do not feel like we have this issue when mm-hmm. they when they end up falling through. It's more so because communication is an issue, or like you know, one person is just trying to overpower so many things, yeah. and it's like you really have to respect the fact that we are two different people in our own rights and you know you have a say and I have a say and Mm -hmm. you know we will come to a common ground right that represents us both yeah and I feel like again like I said that's that's a plus for us because we've never had an issue where like you're overpowering something or I'm overpowering Mm -hmm. something or um 
or if it's been something where like you know you were doing something more or you know you like you know or no you know what for us I would say for collective shades there's things that like you're good at that I'm not good at and then there's things that I'm good at that you're not good at right yeah so it works yeah I think like we even, both balance each other like I, I feel like it's really equal amongst yeah. us like there's, it's not like one person doing more than the other right and you kind of just we pick up each other's slack yeah and then we always just text each other like hey like I'll text Angie hey I can't do this today can you can you do it yeah. and she's like sure yeah and then she'll text me too right like so yeah. it's always just a balance of back and forth we just always yeah are keeping each other in the loop of everything that's going on so I think that's so important and that definitely helps us um with with this project too definitely yeah and I think you know I just I love the fact that you know we definitely we have two different personalities like mm-hmm. yin and yang but like yeah. obviously there are some similarities as far as you know maybe like the way we grew up how our yeah. moms were you know yeah. <laughs> we always say that I know we always talk about our moms <laughs> So no way. Angie's mom makes these bomb <laughs> ass hats. Yeah, that's probably like well, not even probably. Those are the only hats you'll ever see me in. She would kill me if I'm in any, anything else. <laughs> Francis Gray, make sure you follow. <laughs> Shout out to you, mom. But we were just. Um, I mean, Angie's mom is amazing. We. Um, I was just in a photo shoot with Angie and a few of her <laughs> friends, and it was so much fun. It definitely reminded me of. Um, like friends, yeah. Only like people of color friends. Because yes. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know, my mom's stage trying to be down. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She she's down. <laughs> but no, it's definitely you know, it's definitely like we're in a really good space right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I'm very excited for the things that 2019. I was gonna say 18, <laughs> but you know, 2019 has to offer us. You know, I feel like it'll be really good. Um, I think you guys are really going to enjoy a lot of things happening yes. along the way. We um, so so in talks about this podcast. You know, we're we, it's been a long time coming, and you know, I'm finally glad that you guys get to hear who we are. I know, hear our voices, <laughs> hear our, our voices. different personalities. <laughs> you know, the tea we love to spill and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah. So I'm I'm excited and you know definitely happy, like you said, mm-hmm. to continue this. And until next time. All right. Thank you guys for listening to us. Um, we are Collective Shades at Canal Street Market in partnership with Listening Party. And again, you know, follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Bump bump. Bye, y'all. <laughs>